When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to a new episode. I'm fully caffeinated and fully jazzed and ready for this episode. I'm ready to just overshare and get vulnerable and talk about um, being toxic, basically, (laughs) which is also funny because I'm literally going to therapy in about an hour. Um, I ghosted my therapist recently and I'm finally returning to her. Reluctantly, she is wanting to still see me even though I literally just like cut her off. Um, So it's fine, Uh, it's great. I'm really excited to go back. I desperately need it. Just it's so helpful to just talk through shit with someone and have like a non-personal kind of unbiased um, perspective. So I'm really excited for that. Um, There's also a man playing jazz music outside, so if you hear that in the background, just roll with it. Uh, It could be kind of soothing, I don't know. But basically, I have actually had a pretty decent weekend slash week. Things have been kind of still crazy, and I've still been a little feeling a little weird, but I feel more sorted. I feel like I'm on the mend, things are better. Um, But one thing that's been coming up for me because I've been having some relationship stuff going on and some I've been doing some kind of like inner inner work inner dialogue I've been kind of just obviously finding some resistance in my life which I feel like always happens whenever I am not facing certain things so things like even my keys getting stolen and me having like car troubles and me um kind of getting I found myself very irritable and angry and um very kind of like passive or you know, distracting myself or um, just kind of getting into situations that aren't ideal and all of that. And I find that when those when those parts of my life kind of like are happening, it just means that there's something I'm not looking at or something that's bothering me or something that's going on that I'm just like not quite acknowledging. And so I've been trying to do some kind of inner, inner work on that, um, that work, that sound, oh my goodness that phrase to me inner work can be kind of like i don't know a lot and just kind of like the inner work but going inwards is really important and i stand by that and advocate for it all the time because how else are you going to navigate through the world if you aren't comfortable with yourself and you aren't comfortable in your own brain and if you're not aware of what you're doing right so the purpose of this episode is to air my own shit out and to in hopes of of some of someone listening to this thinking the same thing or maybe needing to do this for their own selves i'm basically putting myself in a position where i'm going to just be very honest and real um about how i am how i function my past and my experience with um basically the idea that and i've come to this realization after many years and after many relationships and many problems in my life Um, that I think, honestly, I am the toxic one. Um, Which is hard to admit because I think 
you know, we always are trying to avoid toxic people. And on my TikTok for you page, all I'm getting is like, you know, love bombers and manipulators and how to spot narcissists and how to like, I'm not a narcissist, okay? But I'm just saying like, I feel like I'm on relationship TikTok a lot and you know, people mentioning like, what are red flags and like all this stuff. And I'm like reading through those like, damn, maybe I'm that person. Like I'm the love bomber. Like I think I maybe love bomb. And not only that, I think that I like, I just, I love to be love bombed. And like that's, anyways, I just come to the realization, I'll get into that, but that I am maybe the toxic one. And I think that it's weird because just admitting that and, and saying it out loud has a lot of power because I think we you know we always want to almost play this like victim card um, in life, which is like other people are good to me, you know, men suck. I can never be in a good relationship because there's no one to date in LA or no one to date in my town. Um, everyone's just like shitty and you know, I get ghosted and people don't treat me well. And while that can be all true, maybe also if you're, if you're noticing these patterns and you're noticing this, like, obviously something's going on where like, you know, you know, people are, are mistreating you or, or you're not really getting what you want or finding a good match, whatever. Maybe it's also time to look at your own self and like your own habits and your own um, communication problems or ways that you do things, or your love languages. I mean, like, that's the key to, I think, happiness in general is like self-awareness, right? And so I feel like for me, especially when it comes to relationships and um, just the way that I move through the world, I've realized that I am kind of toxic and I kind of feed into toxic behavior and I'm attracted to it in men and I might perform some toxic behaviors myself quite often. Um, I've had a fair share amount of just like not being a great person and maybe being a little manipulative and being love balmy and being gaslighty. And honestly, like I'm doing better and I'm very aware of myself now. And I know when I can, I know I try to stop myself and I can notice whenever I feel the urge to do one of those things. But Ultimately, I think like we, we, one of the most mature things you can do is take a step back and realize, okay, if there's like, you know, something going on in my love life or things aren't working out or I'm getting into these crazy fights with my partner, like maybe it is also me. Like it's not just the other person. Um, maybe I'm having a problem with my anger or with communication or with, you know, lying or saying the wrong thing or, or kind of like treating them, you know, not as nicely as I should, whatever. And so I think it's just so common that we blame other people and other things in life and whatever and not our own selves and so I'm here for this episode to say you know what like time to take accountability sometimes and time to own up to um behaviors or things that you don't you do that aren't great um and I'll kind of give a little past I guess a little bit of my past because I feel like it's really important to lead up to where I am now and how I even got to be aware but I'll say this much. I've, I've come to the conclusion that I've mentioned I've been, I was on antidepressants and I was dealing with mental health issues since I was like 13, 14. So I got on Lexapro, this one medication that I'm on now, but I was on a very high dose of it all throughout the latter half of my high school experience and into my early tw uh, 20s. And the thing about antidepressants, and I'm not trying to skew anyone's, anyone from 
taking them or whatever, but they make you very emotionless and very numb because they literally make you have no anxiety um, and they're making you have serotonin and stuff like that and they're kind of just like inhibiting that fear and that like anxiousness and so you honestly don't really feel much of anything and so your empathy and your sense of care and um, emotions you're not really in tune with them and so when I was in a really high dose of that especially in those fundamental teen years I was absolutely the worst person in the world like I don't think anyone understands except for my parents and the people that I've hurt um, how bad of a person I was when I was younger so I have che I cheated on almost every single one of my boyfriends I would sleep with people or girls that I was friends with they're like ex-boyfriends or their current boyfriends um, I would lie to my parents every single day. I stole my dad's car at one point. I would look my parents in the face and completely manipulate them and threaten them. And I was just like a terrible human being. Um, I was like this little messy, rambunctious child. And my parents didn't know how to handle it. And they were, they felt so, so distraught by me lying and cheating and I would cheat in school and I would steal their credit card and buy Coachella tickets. I literally did that one, some, one um, it was like springtime, whenever they get released. I literally bought a Coachella ticket for my boyfriend and I with my parents' credit card, which was like $1,000. And I was what, like a sophomore in high school? Like who does that? Wrong, terrible. I would steal my mom's credit card all the time from her purse and like go buy things. Um, and like online shop. It was so bad. And I had no remorse. Like that was a problem is I was not empathetic. I had no remorse. I was just like, fuck it. Like, I don't care. Life is meaningless. Like whatever. So I was a bad kid. Okay. Very bad kid. Didn't have any sense of morals, whatever. And I was deeply, deeply, deeply unhappy. And that's why when I hit rock bottom, you know, I didn't form any good. I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't have friends. I didn't form any good relationships. All of my boyfriends I, I mean I had lots of boyfriends but they were all like they ended up being really destructive because I ended up sleeping with their friends or like you know talking to someone else and leaving them in the dust and so they hated me and so there's a lot of anger and drama and intensity for a lot of my life um and honestly it was all caused because of me pretty much um so love to admit that and deal with that now that's why I think I go through so much mentally now is because as I'm older and I'm looking back at myself, I'm like, damn, like that's fucked. Like that was terrible. And it's really sad to see that I was like that and that I, and I, that I caused people pain and that I wasn't a good person and whatever. So ultimately now where I'm at is that I, you know, have grown up, I've evolved, right? I, I am an adult. I have good relationships. I am not quite as impulsive and also I'm on I'm not on medication as much so I definitely have more of my my wits about me I'm more emotional I definitely care about people and just like you know I've gotten to a place of where I've healed a lot from all of that so I definitely don't do the same things and I'm not as destructive and a terrible person at all but I think I still do have hints of I don't know what it is. And honestly, like maybe I'll, I should have my therapist on the podcast so we can discuss this, but I don't really know if it's like, I think there's a mixture of deep rooted attention problems. Like I, with my parents, like I, not me like dishing all my trauma to you guys, but my parents were very uh, passive when I was a kid and they didn't kind of give me a lot of attention. I was an only child, which is funny because normally people have like all the attention on them, but my parents weren't very, it wasn't like a family. I didn't have a family oriented 
childhood it was kind of like my parents just being like all right you're just like our third like you're just the third human and we're just like taking you with us and doing shit and like there wasn't a sense of like oh this is my like special daughter and I don't know it kind of was just like I kind of was just I felt like I always needed to gain their approval and I wanted to excite them and make them proud and stuff like that and so I feel like I was always just like begging for their attention and that led to me now kind of doing that to with other people and with men and with just everyone and everything and so I've controlled that more now and I've healed some of that but I think that that still plays into like my role with men and how I've always seen men has been a little weird and distraught and I feel like because I've also had so much power taken from me from a young age with men um I've mentioned this again before but to go over it briefly, I think like ever since I was 13 or so, I was very, very, very like kind of swarmed by the male race. And I would just always get harassed and by teachers, by friends, older brothers, by um, neighbors, by, you know, my friend's dads, like a lot, I've had a lot of harassment and discomfort when it comes to men. And so I think as I now get older, it's like almost my way of subconsciously bringing the power back is by me now being, I kind of perfected this, like the ways of like manipulation and the ways of art of seduction. That's why I'm so interested in it, right? Which is slightly manipulative. And I can find myself wanting to gain this power from men and from, um, I'm mainly focusing on men, but from people in general. And I find myself just like kind of, doing certain things that may be kind of unhealthy to get that, to get that attention, to get that love, to get that, that, that sense of acceptance and, and warmth and whatever. And it's definitely bad. It's definitely bad. But I don't think my intentions are to hurt anyone now. I think it's just, you know, how now my brain's programmed. So I'm trying to unlearn those things. But I think like just noticing it again is so powerful. And it's just so funny because I read so much, like I'll read self-help books and like why, why, you know that book, Why Men Love Bitches? Well, shout out me because I, th that's what I, I am. I am a bitch. I am that person and I can actually be a sweetheart as well for sure. I definitely am like a good person now and I am caring and, and good, but I can also be that kind of bitch energy, um, which has done well for me in terms of like getting men and partners and relationships and stuff like that but it also I think makes me just feel like you know I I don't know like my even my last relationship I was in I strung this guy and led him on still for like months after we broke up like I really strung it along and it was terrible like it was really wrong of me to do and I fed him you know like just stuff and shit and like kept it hanging on um, and you know, obviously like it just hurt him even more and it made him feel really terrible and that's not good. Right. I'm like, Sophia, you can't be doing that to people and you can't just because you want a certain thing you can't. And I'm so, it's almost like I'm a man. It's almost like I'm a, I'm a fuck boy. Like I am a fuck boy, which is absolutely terrible to say, but I am like, I, it's like, I have this mentality of like, I want my cake and to eat it too. And like, that is not okay. Like I, I, not okay, but I'm putting myself in my place, okay? Like I really am. And I think it does come from 
a lot of different issues with like power and control and I have a control problem like that's where my anxiety comes from that's where everything comes from and so I feel like it then it stems to my control in relationships my control with men my control with all of that and so I just feel like my goals for the next few years of my life and whenever I'm as I'm getting deeper into my 20s is just to be a very honest good person and to really tell it like it is and even like I used to be so big on like ghosting guys like I would literally like talk to someone for a little bit and then like never speak to them again and totally ghost and like I hate that like I don't want to be ghosted I then why am I ghosting someone else you know what I mean like it's it's just out of like eh, whatever like you're not caring about their feelings you're not thinking about them and that's not okay so I think like I'm even trying to you know in the future I'm gonna be like look sorry I don't really you know vibe with this what we have going on but it was super nice to meet you and get to know you a little bit and I wish you the best like that even that response like I don't know and I think too like you just get good karma from that I'm not just like saying that karma is like the biggest thing ever I don't really know I fluctuate with like how I feel about it but I really do believe that like that negative kind of darker energy of like manipulation and doing things that are kind of like you know wrong or hurtful like it doesn't feel good and ultimately it will come back and I think too is just like the more of that negative energy you have in your life the more it's just like shit's like life's gonna be harder and so I've really noticed that even like lying and um being more deceitful or kind of like just when I was younger and I would like just I would literally at one point I had one situation where I had two boyfriends at the time like I literally did like I was still sleeping and talking with to my ex who I had broken up with um I would see him every weekend but I also had a new boyfriend and so I was literally simultaneously seeing both of them and I would even go to like the first boyfriend's house and then I would leave and then go sleep over at my ex's like that is so bad never again and I and I think is too is like looking towards the future like I want to be a woman who is loyal and who is um, vulnerable and who is sweet and and honestly genuine, you know. And I think there's not this genuine. You don't really get this genuine quality whenever you're toxic and a bad person. But I also will say, here's another another part of all this. It's that not only am I, I think, a little toxic, but I'm very attracted to toxic-ish behaviors. And my friends tell me this. They're like, Sophia, oh my God, stop. Like, this is bad. Like, you're being so bad, whatever. And I can't help it. I think it's because I, since I was young, I crave excitement. And I think it's part human nature too, okay? I, I think it's part human nature. But I crave excitement and bold and also I'm an Aries so do with that what you will. But um, I just crave this like rush and this intensity and that's why like Scorpio men are my fucking favorite. Like I will probably marry a Scorpio man I'm just saying. Um, that energy, that intensity that I crave that and I feel like that also brings toxicity. You know it, it, it brings banter and fighting and arguing and being kind of like you know when the love is so big and so grand and so intense it leads to you know obsessiveness and and possessiveness and anger and all those other emotions and so you know toxicity is it's it's hard because it can be fun but it's also just so tiring and so draining and I've had such a fair share of my toxic behaviors that I've indulged in and even like you know one of my exes like just 
we played into that for so long and we loved it and he loved it. I mean, he would literally like get off to me crying. That is so fucked up. Like he would literally get turned on by me crying. Like that is first off just really terrible and whatever. But I think there's elements of that that we are attracted to. Like I've mentioned before, like just this darker side of life that I've always been, I've always had a foot into, but I think that there's, um, it's, it's a classic thing. There's memes made about it. There's, topics on it and how we you know we that's why we still of people stay with abusers and stay with people who treat them like shit and who stay with with um people who are just awful because there's an element to it that is still very raw and intense and passionate and exciting um and and it and it plays into something subconsciously with humans that we just cannot get away and i think for me then now i have this problem where when something is safe and vanilla and comforting and safe I'm like, I'm like, damn, what? This is not like, I, do I not even like this person? What's going on? Is this, is this actually like, is something wrong? Like, is something gonna happen in the future? Like, I start getting anxious because I'm like, why is this so nice? Why is it so pleasant? Why aren't I freaking out? Or like, why aren't we fighting? Why isn't anything going on? Like, what's happening? And and it's just like, no, I need to understand that it's actually so good and so normal to have a safe comfortable relationship and like that's ultimately the goal it's not to be back and forth you know having this like kind of crazy intense love like it doesn't have to be that way or you can find balance where there's intensity and passion but it's still safe and comfortable and so I think that's where I'm at now that's like kind of my dream relationship because I really do need a little something something like a little like a little craziness but I definitely still, for the sake of like me being a mother one day and having children and for my sanity, I do want it to be safe and comforting as well. But I think there's something interesting to be said about, you know, our attraction to toxicity and our attraction to intensity. And I don't know, I think that's why maybe I create it sometimes then like, I'm the problem. Like I'm the problem sometimes and I'll create it where create problems where there are none or I will kind of like I don't know, I like to think of myself as pretty laid back, but then I think when I get bored, I'm kind of like a little I'll get like a little like zesty, you know? Like I'll get a little feisty. So, I don't know, it's just food for thought, something to think about. I just feel like the more that I'm open with myself about how I am and my personality and what I'm attracted to when I'm not, you know, the easier it is to kind of move through life and kind of also discuss it and be mindful of it whenever I'm with partners or people. Um, not that I'm going to like warn someone before, like, hey, by the way, I'm so toxic and manipulative, but <laughs> it's fine. Um, but no, I think there's a lot of power to and, you know, being able to manipulate. I think, you know, a lot of business and a lot of life in general is is manipulation and that doesn't even have to be in like a terrible sense too. Um, so I think it's just about noticing these traits in yourself and then going, okay, well, how can I use this power and this strength in other more healthy ways, you know? So instead of being manipulative and toxic in relationships, how can you take that sense of, you know, being a good talker and being smart and being aware um, and being kind of like a good people person, how can I use that in a positive way? Well, I can, you know, network more. I can, I'll be a good leader one day in business. 
I'll be able to, you know, make good deals and I can stand up for myself. So it's just about changing the perspective too, I think for me, which will really help. Um, and also I'm going to talk to my therapist today and see what she says about it. So I will update us collectively if she gives me more insight on it. But yeah, I think that was just like something I wanted to talk about and I, I got a lot of responses on my teaser on my story and I think it's so common and I think though ultimately too if you are in a toxic abusive relationship or not abusive but like obviously if you're in an abusive relationship get the fuck out of there you know please but I just mean more if you're in this like kind of intense toxic environment um that's not harmful then I don't know I would definitely have a conversation to your partner because I think sometimes I need that when people you know, will put me in my place or be like, hey, like, you know, these are really like, this is not okay to do to someone. This doesn't feel good. You know, it's good to do. So I feel like I'm talking as the, as the toxic person here, but put us in our place, you know, let us know if something's bothering you or if like, you know, you're not, I don't know, like you're not happy or you feel manipulated or crazy. So I don't know. I hope that this helped in some ways, or maybe it gives someone else insight into why someone, someone might be toxic, but you know, shout out my toxic girls. <laughs> it's, I feel like it's ultimately a defense mechanism. So I think with anything, you know, any intense kind of, uh, behavior, it all comes down to a defense mechanism or something in childhood, um, or something like that. So I'm only going to figure it out more and more as I go on. And this, the road to self-discovery is a long one and a never ending one. So that's where I'm at, but I love you guys. I hope everyone's having a good week and please let me know, reach out if you have any comments or like thoughts on this because I think it's such an interesting conversation.